still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Bruce Dwayne Michael Carter Williams Jr. Here with Ali, aka third or fourth Gasol brother. Raj, aka Unwritten Shooter. Uh, Kendrew, aka, please get me a PS5. If you're the fourth Gasol brother, is there a third? I don't know if there's a third. Yeah, there, I, there's, I, a, I there's a third. Is there we a talked third? about there this we last. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, uh, yeah Rick, come on. Last time, yeah, and and that dude had like a crazy social media presence, and I remember like he just ended up deleting. It's like ah, his name was like Adrian or something like that. Adrian Gasol, that sounds off. I feel like yeah, he Mark went to UCLA. Powell. I think uh, I thought it was Alexa. It wasn't Alexa. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was Siri. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know we were talking about my short-term memory, but like I really don't remember that conversation <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, it's it's Adria, Adria Gasol. Yes, okay, that's that's okay. that's a fire name. Yeah, yeah. Who was closer? Or did Someone you said Adrian. Adrian. Someone oh, said okay. Adrian. I I, right. I thought it was Adrian, but I was okay. Uh, okay Alexa was way off. Never mind. Yeah. Siri was closer yeah, than Alexa. You, yeah. You're you're just you're just thinking of like European names. Yeah, that's true. Were you yeah. thinking about Alexi Shved by any chance? <laughs> that might have been it. That might have been it. Yes. There's a connection name, there. Can we name more defunct Knicks point guards? I got Pablo <laughs> Prigioni. Keep going. <laughs> Ennis Smith Jr. Oh, wait. He's still on the team. Dog. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, uh, all right. Bad the J. Cole line was fire, though. The J. Cole line was fire. <sighs> Yo, I think his album's dropping tonight. J. Cole? Yeah, no. do you hear this rumors? Like his like his manager or something tweeted out that it's dropping tonight, and he's tre- and he's and he's dropped two former that. albums on December 9th. Ooh. Okay, that part I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, that's insider just, information. I Your my sources? thing is just yeah. just put Friday Night Lights Spectrum. on streaming platforms. Is it not? Is not? Oh, it's not on Spotify. That's for oh, sure. Okay. No. So far, Gone is on Spotify though. If anyone's uh, interested, Ooh, yep, I knew that. <laughs> I knew Do that. you see what OBJ said? <laughs> OBJ, OBJ, uh, Instagram Live that Drake's album is gonna drop on New Year's. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We don't know if that's true or not, but that's thank, what he said. Well, they, thank God think. I'm not going like anywhere for New Year's because of this this situation. So that you can listen. No, because if I was out somewhere, I respect that. If I was out somewhere and I just heard like, <laughs> some, not even I'm not. I wouldn't even be mad that it was Drake. It's just like some unknown Drake that I don't know. There's like 200 people yelling at me, and I'm like, I don't. I want to know if this is good or not. Um. Anyway, <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing. You will be able to like figure out if you like the lyrics or not because that's going to be everybody's like 2021 instagram caption you got to understand like it's 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 always the stands that's what that's what ruined that's what ruins lebron fandom is the lebron stands that's what ruined drake fandom is the drake stand it's the it's the standum you know what's an underrated drake song please worst behavior november 18th oh that's a good one Bro, that's so good i was listening to that in the car this morning and i was like How's it go? I'm about to just vibe into it. How's I'll it play it for you. I'll play it for you. Hold no, on. Don't play it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to hear your interpolation. Now we're gonna get fined. We can't play. All right, can't do. Can't go over like 15 seconds. Plus, we're gonna get. Yeah, so it's like true. five seconds, bro. No, 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 no. It's like 12 or 15 seconds. Oh, nope. All press is good press. Sue me, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we we just we just have to wait for like Steve Bomber to try to start a forum podcast and then find out. We're ready here. 
I was ready to sue the athletic for starting a basketball <laughs> reasons podcast. I was like, I still got the rights to that. That that license is still active. Thank you very much. Hey, I want a piece of that. I was the last guest on the basketball reasons podcast. I want the, the I most, wanna be <laughs> the most listened episode of basketball reasons ever. Be sure. be- what a Peace piece of that. <laughs> you get royalties, bro. Don't stress. You get For royalties. Sure. Speaking of royalty, the Los Angeles Lakers released some practice Oof. footage via Oof. their Twitter account today. He's undefeated in, in those. You know what I do, bro. You know what Transition. I do. Actually, there was that one time you failed. A couple times, then. actually. Yeah, actually, there was. Well, royalty. Royalty, royalty, royalty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss when this was a basketball podcast. You know what's crazy? That wasn't even a bad joke. The, the delivery was just so <laughs> yeah, unenergetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing Isn't the Kendrick it? voice. You should have been doing the Rihanna voice. That's yeah. what happened. Royalty. Ro- <laughs> and that's why he didn't sing November 18th. <laughs> like we're in Houston. There you go. So how's that? How's Oh, man. <laughs> Is Drake on a ventilator? What's going on there, bro? Oh, well, too soon. Oh, wow. Too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> Messed up my transition. Lakers practice <laughs> footage. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I got to see a Montrez Harrell post up, and the season hasn't even started yet. It's still weird. I, like, I remember it took me a little while last season when the practice footage were coming out, like Danny Green in a Laker uniform, seeing all those new faces in a Laker in Laker gear was just weird. So now I think the weird one for me, it's not it's not so much Harold. I actually, I actually like can see it. It's it's Marcus Saul. I'm always like, how is he a Laker? Like, that's so awesome. But it's not it's not fit yet. I think the number is just weird to me. Like him wearing 14 is just a little like 14 is such a weird number to have is a big i don't know Four, um, 14 14's had a bad track record too <laughs> every year 14 happens they leave well not ingram but the following year but i mean 14 won championship last year yeah i i i get why he didn't wear 16 but it would have been really cool if he did i agree um but yeah i i honestly uh like the footage that came out today like speaking of gasol like uh like the last clip was like thc like uh with the nice little pocket pass to Marcus Allen, and I was just you like, see, I was like, Did you see yeah. Laker filmers breakdown of that? Yeah, trying to get the spin on it, yeah, so uh, the that. ball yeah. bounces right up to it. I was like, Yeah, I was like, Okay, like Pete, Pete's gone to that point where he's like, Next, he's level. just like a tier above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Also, like, though, like I feel like Pete probably saw like eighteen things in that footage, and he was just, that, that was just like a little <laughs> yeah. throwaway to him. He's like, oh, a little backspin. Yeah. All right, cool. Let me tweak. He could have been out like, he could have been like the index finger and the middle finger. They combined <laughs> yeah. to do, like he could break it down more. Pete. <laughs> Pete was like, let me throw him a freebie real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there enjoying like a shooter footage, and Pete's like breaking down the spin of the ball. Like, yeah, <laughs> a long ways to go here, bro. I, w- I will say this. I, I think uh, I think it was Raj who said something, or maybe it was Ali who said something about how like how it looks a little weird for me. Mm-hmm. Like this, that footage was like a little more normal. But I remember last year seeing footage this early, and that was weird, just because I was like, oh, they're like good veterans that are playing for the Lakers right now. Like we didn't. It had been almost a decade since we seen that. So now it's like, oh yeah, we added to a good team. This is mm-hmm. like what I remember my childhood being mm-hmm. like. Was Roy Hibbert not a good vet? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, was Carlos Boozer not a good vet? 
Depends. Did he have the drone on hair or no? Because without no, it, man. Good bet. No. With uh, it, yeah. questionable character. <laughs> questionable character. Well, well, last uh, year was like the first time seeing Anthony Davis, right? In like yeah. a Laker at, in practice. So this time it's just kind of seeing new additions. Um, it was funny. I saw people are like, Kyle Kuzma's getting destroyed by Harrell. I was like, bro, it's two seconds. Like it was a, <laughs> yeah. a mini, mini post-up, bro. Like chill. Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, I, I will say this since we're on the topic, like we gotta, we gotta chill out. I, I know we've had our own segments on this podcast. Uh, let's say highlighting Kuzma's negatives. We gotta chill out with that. We got chill. I know, the, dude's, it's, the, it's the dude's on the team. It's, I get on Twitter and it's a toxic, but like he's a Laker. He's a Laker. He's a championship winning exactly. Laker. And he's the second youngest player on the team. Like, I yeah. kind of want this guy. Well, I mean, depending on if you're counting uh, Devontae and Costas, I want this guy to succeed. Uh, everything else, everything in the world, on Twitter, whatever, but on the basketball court, mm-hmm. I'm rooting for this guy to succeed. Mm-hmm. Just want to say. I'm glad that you brought up the whole, like, on the basketball uh, court, absolutely. Let's go, Kuzma. Vaccines, maybe let's talk to somebody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, he gets he gets a little too much hate. Like I I like you guys have also brought up off the court, understandable. But this dude literally played decent minutes on a championship team, and like I don't know, I think he gets way too much hate, way too much hate. I'll say this real quick. I and I don't want to. I want to keep this to basketball, but also like let's keep in mind this guy grew up in a city where mm. a lot of people didn't have clean water. His distrust of the government is not rooted in like conspiracy. It's kind of rooted in seeing brown water out yeah. of faucets. So I'm I'm gonna say yeah. I didn't have that experience. So my trust level is a little higher. So <laughs> shout out to Coos. Let's move off of him before we lose a bunch of listeners who hate Coos and don't want to hear us defend him. <laughs> it's yeah, already ended right we, now. <laughs> I mean, speaking of like moving on, like the Lakers will be moving on with AD and Bron uh, on the team for the next couple of years it was really cool because in that footage there just there wasn't a whole lot there was like ad shooting a, a jumper and there was like mm-hmm. one brawn clip and the rest was everybody else and i was like oh this yeah. is what the preseason is going to be like fantastic yep yep i i they'll probably average 10 minutes a game like and that's like near like not even 10 minutes probably i know they're not going to play probably in their first but i think like the one that they do play in is going to be like 10 minutes it's a quick warm-up that's why you they know. got those extensions, man. They want to, they yep. want to, uh, they, they, they're long term. They're thinking long term. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Question Did the LeBron, did the LeBron one shock you guys? Like to me, that one really shocked me. Oh, that me. came like, out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. We all saw AD resigning, right? I mean, I didn't think it was going to be for five years. I knew he would like come back, but LeBron signing on for two more years, that, that was pretty shocking. He doesn't, he doesn't do that. And those, that was on the same day, right? I think the day um, before. No, it was it was the day before. It was, yeah. the, oh, day it was before. the day before. Okay, because mm-hmm. because the, yeah. the, the AD one was at like what five a.m. That yeah. was like five early in the morning. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I was at work and I saw that and I was like, "No one's awake for this right now." <laughs> yeah, I, I um, it, it's it's just like funny to me because like of all the times, like I felt so bad for like Laker bloggers or basketball bloggers that were just like, oh, like. Yeah, Anthony Davis, and it's just like I remember like waking up, like I had like my coffee and stuff ready, and then like Woj tweet. I was like, "Oh, cool! What a way to start my morning," kind of thing. But that was just very odd timing. Like, but okay, so the length of the contract, uh, five years, and AD said that like 
part of the reason why he uh, took the length of the contract was, you know, due to injuries and stuff like that that he's had in the past. Is that something that like worries you guys at all? Uh, I mean, AD and injuries is always like a like it's always going to be right next to him because of how often he gets hurt. So, of course, it's always a worried situation, but he's a superstar. He's a top five talent. I think that goes kind of like out the door when you think about the contract. You just want to keep him in L.A. for as long as you can. And for his part, of course, like he as he, he does get injured a little much. So, like, why wouldn't he take the max amount he can just in case, you know, God forbid, knock on wood, he tears in it like he, he gets hurt in a bad way. Like, you know, just God forbid that it's smart on his decision. Right. He, he doesn't get like injured, right? He gets more hurt. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, just exactly. more like nagging um, pain that he like can play through. I think he talked about it. It was a lot in new Orleans. He didn't really play through a lot of pain. Um, like he could, but like, since um, they were serious this year, he would like play through those nagging injuries. So I think it's more of that than, but I think he's taking a pay cut, right? He's not going to be on a super max. He's not going to be yeah. paid like way over the cap. Um, so he gave the Lakers kind of a favor in that. Yeah, exactly. He did that. He did that so they could sign Dudley, a bigger contract. Right. No, I, I know I'm kidding, you're joking, I'm kidding, kidding. but but in yeah. all seriousness, I think like people talk a lot about asking superstars to take discounts and whatnot, and like mm-hmm. he didn't take a discount, but that contract mm-hmm. still allowed. Like he could have he could have maximized his earnings every single year, and by mm-hmm. maxing out now, like he didn't take a discount, but he still gives the Lakers more flexibility in future seasons, which is especially cool because and this is what I thought about with the AD contract is like. He's still signed for two years after Bron's contract is up. Mm-hmm. If Bron retires yeah. or wants to go right. play somewhere else, um, the Lakers can make pitches to free agents like, quote unquote, Bradley Beal, uh, who will be a free agent in 2023 and be like, yo, you know, <laughs> if you come here, you're going to be with the best defensive player in the in the league, and, um, the best big you- man in the league. And, you know, yeah. the team is going to take care of you like they've shown with them yeah. to that management takes care of their stars and and it's it's rare because this is literally a win-win for both parties you know what i mean it's typically when it comes to those things it's just like oh like that wasn't a good deal for the player like that wasn't a good deal for the front office but this literally works out perfectly for both parties you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of it's it's great to see that um i mean like you said uh we've got a franchise that actually cares about uh like their players and I think in part, like as annoyed as I was like before, I was like, wait, we signed Kobe to how much? But, um, you know, I think that like laid the groundwork to be like Bron noticing like, hey, like these guys care. And, you know, maybe that started. I mean, we know that KCP was really the the start of getting the uh, clutch personnel and stuff like that. But, you know, it's really cool to see that. And I know we joke about like the clutch runs everything, but what a what like a win for Rob Palinka, right? Yep. Like go look at what the Bucks. I think John Horace is the person running the Bucks. Um, go look at Houston. I don't know who's running the Rockets anymore, but Raphael Stone. They, there you go, Raphael Stone. Um, Yo, he, Rick, good good work. It's because he was <laughs> I general. Had no counsel. idea. He was Did he go to counsel? Virginia Commonwealth? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> no. He was general mm-hmm. counsel for the team just for like the organization. Oh, okay. But because he'd been around so many deals, he got placed into the general manager position, which is like the exact 
career path that I want to do. <laughs> but anyway, continue. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, look at him. Look at um, Lawrence Frank in LA, who has Kawhi and PG, um, who are going to expire this season. Like all these general managers worrying about their stars, and Palinka doesn't have to worry about that. He has AD signed for five years, LeBron signed for three years. He can kind of just build a team around them without having to worry about that. So just want to give him a uh, give him his due there. Quick tangent. I think there's something to be said about, like like you said, people joke about the Lakers in clutch. And now, sorry, I'm going to do this. They're joking about like the Knicks and CAA in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said about like bringing people into the fold that you know are hard workers and they're going to institute right. a culture. Like you can joke that like you just hired a bunch of Kentucky coaches and a, a bunch of and signed a bunch of Kentucky players. But it's like, well, in college, they worked at Kentucky and they know that they can instill a culture of work in this locker room and on this right. practice floor. And like that's something you can build off of. And the same thing with clutch, like clutch stands for excellence, bro, just like the Lakers stand for excellence. And now we know even once Braun is gone, AD is going to be here and he's still going to have be that pillar. And it, right. it's about mm-hmm. it's about building and installing those pillars. Yes, I'm a Knicks apologist. Read my Twitter bio. I'm getting a lot of SMH is in the Zoom chat right now. So anyway, any any last comments on the extensions? Is Sam making you do this? I I was a Knicks fan before. Not a fan. I shouldn't say that. I was a Knicks supporter before Sam. My and now you're from fanatic. New, my mom's from New York, man. I remember. I remember one year. I think it was '99. I was what, like the lockout season. Yeah, because I remember. I was like, man. I really want like what happens if the Lakers and Knicks make the finals? Like this is going to be tough. This is going to be tearing up my heartstrings, and we didn't make it. But then the Knicks lost, and I was like, ah, there's some losers. And then the Lakers won three in a row, and I was like, oh, well, well. Anyway, <laughs> could um, not be me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, hey, Sam. She's not here. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's. What if she listens? She doesn't. Oh, God. <laughs> that's important right there. I, I, I don't think she can stand to. I'll, I'll see. That's the thing. I like the Knicks. She actually hates LeBron and the Lakers, so it's. it's oh, tough. I remember seeing those last dance tweets. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, moving on from the Knicks, uh, LeBron had uh, an appearance on the road trip and pod with Allie Clifton and Richard Jefferson. Uh, there are some things that need discussing from from LeBron there. Raj, do you want to do you want to describe for the people what we're dealing with here? Yeah, so LeBron went on his podcast with uh, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry, and Allie. I forgot her last name. Clifton. Uh, Allie Clifton. Yeah, and I guess he uh, talked to his as uh, people would say. Um, <laughs> well, that's because he, he had wine. Yes. The second part. The second part of it had more uh, talking. It did. He had yes. More wine. Uh, it was some Clippers. Uh, uh, talking it was um the bubble was i guess the hardest championship one of the hardest championships ever which got a lot of polarizing thoughts on twitter i guess we can start with that like do you think uh lebron's right like the bubble was one of the hardest championships to so ever win he said he like he's, he didn't only say that one he said the one against the warriors where they came back three one two so right. he said yeah the two which two, yeah i understand it Mm-hmm. I believe I believe the Warriors won for sure. It's the first ever three one deficit. Like you've ne- no one's ever come back from three one in the finals. You know what I mean? Like that I can easily agree with. The bubble is a whole different level. The bubble, I don't know if you can say it's the, one of the most difficult, but it was definitely it was definitely very different from every other championship where 
they were experiencing things that no one else has ever experienced in the playoffs where there's no fans. You're in a hotel room. You're isolated from everyone. Like, it's just different, you know? So it definitely wasn't easy for the players. Like, you know, it's I think I think a lot of players feed off of fans where, you know, their games rise up, but also some might, you know, fall because of that. So it's just a whole different experience. And I'll say it's very it's different from any other championship, but I don't know if you can say it's the hardest but I also understand it from them. Like they were the ones playing through it so they can say it. Like even Giannis, I believe in during the playoffs, I think it was before it even started. He was saying how this is going to be like the hardest playoffs ever. So like if the players say it, then yeah, by all means, but from just a, from just a viewer's standpoint, it's maybe a little different. Yeah. I, I think we kind of lose the, uh, like the context of uh, the bubble. Cause like we kind of just like watch the game and then it's like, right. okay, back to our normal everyday life, which I mean, since March, it's, it's just being at home kind of thing. Right. Um, but with them, they, they literally don't have a break from anything. It's kind of just like, okay, we're going to play their game. Do I get to go to the comfort and security of like my own house or my own family, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, I got to be surrounded with these dudes like for the next months you know what i mean like 96 days that's kind of crazy to think about like that's three months where they're just stuck in on okay i shouldn't say stuck on resort because that sounds pretty tight but um they literally don't have a change of scenery like you know like there's the uh ad and braun both talked about like how difficult it was for them after they won um just because like it was so stressful you know what i mean dame was on a on a <laughs> Dame was on an interview with Fat Joe, uh, which is a funny thing to say when starting a conversation in a basketball podcast. Lib. <laughs> exactly, where he was talking about how how it was easy because they would in the game they didn't have to travel. They 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 went to the they just went back to the hotel and like boom their treatment was ready their massage like machine like with the fair guns were ready the ice baths were ready. Um, so there's a couple things. One, bro, you were there for a month. The Lakers were very yeah. three. Like that's a bit of a different thing. Yeah. Uh, second of all, like I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Is Dame married? I, I don't think he is. He is a kid. I know he's a yeah, kid. He, he's a kid. He? Okay, he might. He might. But I think it's. I think it's hard for someone to like. It's. It's like Ali was saying. It's too subjective. Like mm-hmm. maybe it was easy for you, but even on his own team, like Carmelo, like the the. The relationship that Carmelo has with his son Kyan and with Lala is like well documented. Like when they're not of when they're not able to go to Melo's games, <clears throat> Lala FaceTimes uh Kyan and like puts his puts the phone up to the court so Melo can see. Like, and I I know for a fact that it was hard for Carmelo. So I, I don't think it's not something that you can just put a blanket statement on. Um, but I will say that any blanket statement made about the ring being easier. Uh, or needing an asterisk like that's right stupid. right that's that, that i agree that you play, I agree. you play the game you play the game that's put in front of you um because mm-hmm. if we want we can go back to every single championship in history and add an asterisk if we really want to but all you can do is play the game um as, as it's set up by the league and the lakers played the game and they won the game that's what happens mm-hmm. and uh and i think to your point like this is one of those things where like people won't forget the asterisk because you know or the supposed asterisk because like pandemic and all of the events kind of the circling uh, circulating around it. Cause like, if you think about like a, a shortened season, like 2011, like no one's talking about how like that Mavs ring is, a, has an asterisk on it or like a lockout season in 99, like n- no one's saying the Spurs should have a, an asterisk on that either. But like, of course, like those are kind of just lost in time. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, like 
if it was so easy for the Lakers to do it, then why didn't your team do it? Exactly. Max. Yeah. Maybe because their team got maybe because their team got eliminated when they were up three one. Exactly. And if Dame, if it was so easy, why do you shoot forty percent? But that's here neither here and there. But uh <clears throat> yeah, it's funny with uh Dame saying that it was easier. He got eliminated like fifty days before the Lakers won their title. So like that's that's a long time to stay in one place for millionaires who can't go anywhere. And uh, I think uh, LeBron even said that, like, if you weren't there, you have no idea. So if LeBron has a tough time motivating himself to win a title, imagine like for all these other dudes, dudes aren't like the 12th man on the Lakers. Um, So I don't know if it was the toughest. I mean, I'm sure for some guys it was easier, but um, I, I mean, you can't, you can't really deny his point there, but I think you're right. Saying that it was an easier title is that's the dumb statement to make. So the next comments that LeBron made on the Road Tripping Pod, oh, they weren't his comments. They were actually a reaction to someone else's comments. Um, I guess earlier in the season, was it? Kyrie was talking about joining up with KD, and he said basically like this is the first time in his career he can look down the bench and say <laughs> that that dude, that's a bad MFer. He can make the, the, the clutch shot just like I can make. First time it's ever happened. And LeBron said he was hurt by that. If you don't mind, I just have something to say and then I'll hand it off. Uh, actually, I have two things to say. One, I don't understand why we're acting like LeBron is not allowed to have feelings. That's just mad funny to me. That's a funny take to me. Like LeBron is sensitive, quote unquote. Like as if one of the biggest athletes on the face of the planet isn't going to be asked questions about his insight and perspective. Two, yeah, I mean, Kyrie's kind of right, bro. Like, LeBron's not a shot maker in that way. That's not to say he doesn't hit clutch shots. And Kyrie didn't say he doesn't hit clutch shots. LeBron's hit plenty of clutch shots in his career. But I completely understand where Kyrie's coming from. Now, all of that can be true. I'd still rather have LeBron on my team than both of them. But, like, it's, it's a non-story to me. But that, that's that's my opinion. I, I get where you're coming from, where you're saying, like, yeah, Katie's, I think, more of a big time shot maker than LeBron. Like I understand not even big time, just a shot maker. Like that's right. That's right. what he Correct. does. Correct. But when you, <laughs> when you've had LeBron James as your teammate and you want a championship with him and the guy like try to just like try to bring you up in this league and everything. Like, I don't think, I don't think you say a statement like that. You know what I mean? Like if you're really going to say something like that, you got to like, really nail it down as to what you mean can I, you get can what i'm I, saying like can i yeah, paraphrase go ahead just because you're right doesn't make you not an asshole. that's the <laughs> that's that's a good way to put that i feel like Kyrie doesn't didn't think anyone would hear that like I, I think he literally thought he was talking to just katie and that dude like i don't think he thought many people would actually hear that and that gets that gets blown up to like all these media cycles on Twitter. I don't think anyone, he thought people would actually hear him say that, you know, now I'm playing with a guy who can hit this big shot. So I, that's where I'm coming. I don't think Kyrie would have said that if he knew it would get blown up. Do you disagree? I actually, I do disagree just because I feel like all athletes know whatever they say, if there's a media outlet there, it's going to go out with social media and everything. They know it's going to go out. And I feel like especially Kyrie knows that, knowing that he's been in a lot of, you know, media stirs and stuff like that. I think if there's yeah. one person who doesn't realize the effect his words have, it's Kyrie. Fair, fair. Yeah. Actually, but, but, that's, you know what, that's fair. I, I just, I also think that like, sometimes people just say stuff, you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like sometimes they just yeah. be talking, but because they're <laughs> famous, 
they can't just talk. Like I could say anything on I could say anything on this podcast right now, <laughs> but because I'm me, it doesn't matter. But God forbid Raj tweet out something outlandish, and then it's uh, like in, literally NBA Twitter will have a meltdown. So hey, like, don't, put yourself, don't you, put yourself down like that. Don't, don't do no, that. I'm, I'm not putting me down. I'm propping you up, bro. It's all good. Realistically, can you imagine if Raj said, "I think LeBron is the 20th greatest player in the NBA history." Oh God! Imagine what would happen. Like just like if I tweeted that, you know, five people would react. But if Raj tweeted that, there would be a dead spin article, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Windy would be on top of this. (laughs) Listen, listen, one one of those aggregators said that that LeBron was the twentieth greatest player, and I just. Uh, Genie, gonna have you, to cut this you're, out. You're, you're going to be on the jump, bro. You're going to be on the jump, bro. Like uh, that tweet's going to be on the jump. Like we're going to have Paul. We're going to have to listen to Paul Pierce. Like no, no, no. You know what I just realized, Raj? Raj, you have to tweet this out just for the prank. Dude. Oh man, you have to tweet out. Would any Laker fan consider trading LeBron for Harden? Someone oh already my did. God. Oh, man. Someone already yeah. did. Yeah, but, but it's it not Raj. Raj. <laughs> but it's not Raj. Yeah, that's true. So that's I could true. tweet that. And it was just it's, anybody. It's, it's Raj just tweets m- that. Mamba Goat 24 8. You know? There, yeah. There you go. <laughs> no. This is unwritten rules. It would be it would be even better if Raj tweeted something not even basketball related. It was just like, man, the baby would kill Drake in a battle. Just something like that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing is when i tweet like a drake lyric and then someone will pl- reply with a laker question i'm like dude not right now like this is not this is not what i'm in right now like that just no, i'm not no. trying to do this right bro, now dude. you, you Ra- asking Ra- for big max during breakfast hours bro give it the program come on raj we're, we're giving you great ideas here you gotta you gotta tweet out oh my god the rumor i just heard with the eyes emoji you gotta do it buyout market gonna look strange this year eyes eyes <laughs> Be like, oh damn! Just saw, just saw a preview of Pow's jersey. Looks sick. Oh my god! I'd be done. I'd be done for it. Just like in his DMs, just like, tell me what you know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> nah, we cut this. We cutting cut. this part, dude. No, nah, we gotta cut. Nah, we gotta nah. cut that. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> just bleep the name out. It's all good. Just okay, bleep the yep, name that's out. what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Bleep the name out. There yeah, you go. and when Raj says it, bleep it out too. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness all right moving on <laughs> moving on you're in trouble man. you know no, no. Raj, like... you have to Raj. all i want you to do right now all i need you to do is, is tweet right now yo is that true question mark eyes emoji and then tomorrow <laughs> when this is edited you tweet the clip from this under that tweet just to see it's how too it long that's too long of a come, time dude come I'm, on come I'm on like, this is twitter dude, you, this you would out be here a great this you would be you're a putting great together prank. espionage pieces oh my <laughs> Bro, god this would be a great prank come this, on this dude's one of those like facebook people that gets way into like trying to find somebody like you're, you're taking a step way too far Bro. like you're I, I know you mentioned like Alexa earlier, bro. We get it. You work for Amazon. Like, stop trying to get like too deep into this. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be hilarious to see the response, like, yo, and all the DMs he's gonna get. And then he all just right. pre- he puts out a, t- a clip from the podcast that it's a prank. <laughs> <laughs> the final comments from the Road Tripping Podcast <laughs> <laughs> that we will be discussing. Uh, someone's gonna have to. Someone's gonna have to pick up the slack here. Uh, Roger oh. Ali. Wait, I'm really quick. Sorry. Can I? Can I? I, I just need to bring this up because uh, I, I thought that this is really cool in the part two where uh, this is a quote uh, where the Lakers were on for like five to seven years, 
and maybe rightfully so. It was a show. It was a show when I got there too, and I wanted to be part of the ch- change. And like Braun said that, I was like, yeah, that's really cool that he kind of acknowledged, like, listen, like, we didn't know what we were doing. And like, I, literally the second year he was there, delivers a ring. Like, of course, no, for sure. Like, he's not, he didn't join them because he's like, oh, they're in a good direct. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I think he joined them knowing, like, yo, this is about to be like turned around. Yeah. Isn't that like the most Laker thing in the world, right? Like the Lakers have their worst stretch in history. And what's happening? Um, A power struggle between <laughs> the, the sibling ownership and front office. And then they get LeBron. And oh, my God, it's a disappointing season. Why? Because the president of basketball operations doesn't want to be there for the entirety <laughs> of the year. And then they finally just like start running it like a regular team and boom, championship. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So Channing Fry over the summer, I believe it was after the playoffs, was tweeting about how Giannis wasn't a scorer. And a lot of people got angry about that. So they brought that up on um, road, the road tripping. And LeBron kind of agreed with him, saying that Giannis wasn't a scorer, you know, despite the fact that, like, he averaged, like, 30 game, And it's how it's just different. Um, and so I guess it didn't get that much attention, which I thought it would. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I understand what they're saying, but I'm shocked that Braun said that. Yeah, he, he was like off his like third glass of wine, I think on that <laughs> one too. And he's like, <laughs> even though he averages 30 points a game, like he just threw that out, threw that out there. Um, yeah, that's and, funny. And this is right after Giannis, like gave the biggest compliment to Braun of all time. <laughs> like <laughs> is Giannis true. is literally praising Braun. Okay. So I'm going to say something. Um, when I worked uh, in the NBA game operations center, there were a lot of people who were like more qualified to work there than me. Uh, like they played basketball Flex. in college. Yeah, absolutely. Flex. Um, strong double, yes. double, double. Flex. Yes. There were a lot of people who were former basketball players, college basketball players that worked there. Um, a lot of them just like did not have the high level of respect for Giannis that other like lay people have regular basketball fans. Mm. I'll say people like me. And one of their issues was, he like he gets respected as a scorer when he's a really good basketball player, but skill wise, he just doesn't have what other people have. It's like the difference between, I mean, not obviously there's a tons of ton of differences between Ben Simmons and LeBron James, but there's like, there's a level of, okay, I'm really good at these things, but now I have to develop some skills to counter those things that like Giannis just hasn't, and there's no fault of his, like he's really good at what he's good at. He's just not at that level yet. I personally, I completely get what Richard Jefferson's saying. And I think LeBron, LeBron LeBron's right. They're right. Or he's just, Channing he's, Fry. He, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Channing Fry. He's, he's not a scorer. Like he's a, he's a, he, he can score. He, he's a really good basketball player. He's a defensive force. He can, he can, you know, penetrate any defense, but like, He's, he's he's just not a scorer. Like he's not yeah. KD. No, yeah. he's not Zach Levine. Like that's not his game. That's not that's not. Yeah. Like, that's he, not. He's more like an all just an all around. He's an all around good player. There's and nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah. Like he's still an MVP caliber player. It's, exactly. it's just a different type of player. Like you remember the James Harden comments where he's like, "Yeah, um, if oh, I was just that easy. Yeah. yeah, if I was seven foot, I can dunk. I think that's a little stretch. I mean, I think Giannis is." better than just a seven footer that can run and dunk. But I think like a lot of players see him that way um, until he can score without uh, hitting. Like if he can like hit that mid range jumper or something like that, um, that's what he needs to solve. I'm not sure if he's there yet. Although that first Bucks Lakers matchup last season, Giannis oh, looked oh like a scorer. Five threes, Bro, dude, he, five threes. He hit, that's when he crowned himself five. King. That was, five, that was ridiculous. Threes. He was, he was going 
off. I thought it was a rep for the league back yeah, after that, that game. Was, that was a moment uh, where you're like, oh, uh, did he get a did he get a three point shot? Did he did he actually? And then like next game went back, and I was like, what? That's of course that's just against the Lakers. Yeah. The, the crazy thing too was just like the Lakers almost like came back. Like they had like a late yeah. game push. Too, AD but had like, that sick dunk on the fast yeah. break and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we beat him at home. So it was all, yeah. It was all yeah. gravy. Of course. And then we won the championship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but he hasn't signed yet. Isn't that kind of weird that mm-hmm. like no one's talking about that? Like that he hasn't signed his extension. Like oh, no real one, quiet, didn't it? it it's, 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 oh, real quiet. it's real quiet, but wait, wait, wait until it gets more and more into the season or like when, when the deadline approaches, sorry, well, the, it's, the de- it's yeah, 13 I mean, days. Yeah. When it, oh, is that it? Oh, I yes. thought it was. I thought. I thought it was sometime like in January. Oh, it's no. Oh. December twenty first is the the limit. Okay. He's been calling people that's... like uh, I follow like Bucks film room, and he was like, "Oh, just wait till he gets back in Milwaukee. You know, he's gonna sign. He's been in practice facility for like yeah." I was last... gonna say, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> one signed yet. I I just I just hope he I I I really want him to stay in Milwaukee, man. I I just feel like. Uh... I, I just want him to stay in the Eastern Conference because, like, that's exactly. I'm not gonna I'm say I'm not gonna say what team Warriors. You think the Warriors? Well, I, I just know I'm gonna be really annoyed on Christmas when I'm just trying to like just be alone and watch basketball. Where, like, the entire time, like when they play, it's just gonna be like, is Giannis gonna be going to the Warriors? Oh, look at that! Yeah, yeah. Giannis smiled at Steph. It's just like I, I I'm gonna have that like on mute or something like that. In- you know what I mean? In my mind, realistically, like if we're going to talk about options, to me, it's just it's obviously going to be Bucks, Miami, Warriors. It's like one of those, or Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh. I can eh. see Toronto for sure, especially if Masai stays. Yeah, mm. which I hope he does. I, 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 Toronto's just a hard franchise to root against. Yeah, agreed. I don't know. Yeah, if Masai's there, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Um, you well, wanted since... to go to New York. You wanted to go to New York, though. Who, Giannis? No, Masai. Oh no! I mean, that would what? be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You wanted um, to go there. I, I, I want. You're a diehard to... Knicks fan. Chill out. I'm a Knicks apologist. Check my bio for the second time. This pod apologist, and also no. I want. I want to see the Knicks. The Knicks have to earn it. They have to earn it the hard way. That's like you go through crap. And then you realize you're 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 doing it to yourself, and then you fix and it. And then you get the tenth seed, and then you celebrate. I think they're fixing it. I think they're. Oh, fixing that's it. mean. That's mean. But the Knicks have been trying to fix it for the past. Like, no, they have not. No, they have not. They've just been going through it. They've been going through <laughs> it. It's been it's been Jim. It's been it's been James Dolan. You know what? We're not doing this. We're no, do it. This. No, no, no. Go, go. I want to see you go off. Go, go, go. go, go. I'm, I'm not going to go off about this. I'm just saying, like, I I'm not there. I'm not in the front office, but. You know what? No, BS, because I have talked to people in the front office. Dolan is an instigator. It's <laughs> you already know. Dolan, he bro, he he instigates, he interjects. And I think the first time he didn't try to interject was when he hired Phil. He was like, here, here's a basketball genius. I'm washing my hands of this. Too bad that basketball genius was a terrible president of basketball operations. And like that's that's part of that's leadership. You should be interviewing the dude, you should be getting a sense of like what his plans are, so on and so forth. You should know that his mentality is much better as a coach than it is as the leader of an organization. And they they learned that lesson the hard way. Now they gave somebody else the reins who knows the business of basketball, not just the sport, not just how to connect to players, but the business of basketball, how to build a culture. And now they have an opportunity. Anyway, mm-hmm. actually, no, we're going to continue that because one of the See, ways... This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted right here. One of the ways you build a culture 
is by teaching the players who are there, the young players who are there. They grow into your culture. Your culture then develops and gets established. One of the ways you destroy a culture is by trading everything away for a superstar and then catering to that superstar, which is exactly what James Harden wants a team to do. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I just knew it. I was like, this guy's going to get straight to like the Harden talk. Um, hey, that was good, man. I appreciate we, that. We just we 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 just we just gotta stop. We just gotta stop Rick from showing us up like every I, damn bro, time. I don't even try. I don't think you notice. I've never tried once to transition just because I know Rick like is way better than me than it. So oh, I just I, let him go at it. Whenever I try to transition anything, it goes like it's that's not the next thing on the. And it was just yeah. like I'm a wild card. What can you expect, man? All right, um, Kelly. It's usually Ellie too. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, we I, I, we know that uh, Harden is supposedly in uh, Houston right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, technically. I think he is. It's not supposed. Technically, I club? will put this out there. No. no. Okay, so that's that was my next point. The one that his jersey's up at. The, at over at Onyx in Houston, there's two dollar Tuesdays where it's two dollars for shots of Hennessy or two shots, uh, two dollars for a shot of Grey Goose. I, I will think, put it out there. I don't think Harden worries about what... Do you see him throw up the money in the air at that other strip club in that video? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, put, I'm, I'm sending it to you guys. It's actually a thing. Are we... I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're going to send the proof of the $2 Henny shots, I'm assuming you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, because I, I need mean, to... Not, 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 I'm just putting it there as a way to say maybe that's why Harden's there. Not a, uh, hey, like pandemic's over. We should have a boys trip kind of thing. You know what I mean? Safari is a, a beautiful name. I'll say that. <laughs> and you know, and you know, it ends with an E too. So you know. Anyway, look, man, look, man. Before we get to Harden specifically, let, let's let's talk about the the Houston Wiz Washington trade because it does affect the Lakers. Um, but more importantly, shout out to John Wall. Shout out to John Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad he's going to be somewhere where, like, the owner probably doesn't care that he's throwing up gang signs because he puts butts in the seats, and there's no conflict between the the front office wanting him there. They're just happy to pay him instead of Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I don't know why, to be honest, but good for him. He's somewhere he needs to be, and he gets to play with a real center, something Russell Westbrook didn't have his, an opportunity his, to do. His, his old teammate in college. Oh, I was talking about Christian Wood, but yeah, him too. Oh, <laughs> him too. <laughs> yeah, good center. <laughs> no, but it's it's cool. The, seeing the John Wall footage is actually really fun to watch just because like we haven't seen John Wall in a long time. And like it he seems is. like John Wall's really like owned up to being in Houston. Like he hasn't complained about it. Like he's like I've I went on Washington Wizards Instagram page and like John Wall's liking the stuff. He's commenting. Seems like he's all about it. So I don't know. That's cool. That's it's it's a really weird trade. I think it gives Washington someone who actually can actually like now physically play like they, they've been playing with just Beal. So now that, you know, Westbrook's there, they know he's healthy. Like they know how he plays. Whereas wall, you don't know how he's going to be, you know, it gives them someone who they can actually like, and you guys might make fun of me, but someone you can kind of count on just to like be playing and no, you, you, you get, you agree. Yeah, no, I think, I think okay, the Russell okay. Westbrook disrespect has gotten a bit out of hand. Like agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Like I, that was going to be the thing that I brought up. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, like John wall right now, of course you take him over Russell Westbrook. Like, we haven't you seen John wall. Play. We haven't seen John wall do anything like 
the, the last time, like, and it, hurt, it pains me to say this because, like, I love John Wall. Like, I've, I've loved him since, like, he got introduced and he did the Dougie right off the bench kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the last notable thing was just, like, hey, look at this picture of John Wall at the U.S. basketball camp. Ha ha. Kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I really wish he stayed healthy. Like, it, it's so weird to think of him not on the Wizards. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I actually think the Wizards are going to be pretty fun to watch. Matter now. And Russell Westbrook made second team All NBA last year. Like that was great before COVID. Like look, like uh, what's it called? Oh no, sorry, he made third team All NBA. But I mean, look at the other guys on the third team. Would they be traded for like a guy who hasn't played in two years? Other guys on third team: Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, and Ben Simmons. Which other guy on that third team would be traded for a guy who hasn't played in two years? Nobody. It's because of yeah. Russell Westbrook's like his reputation or whatever, and his playoffs wasn't great. But yeah, I think they got the better player. Um, I agree with you, Kendra. I really like John Wall. Uh, he was one of the guys that I was, I feel lucky that I got to see him live, like before he got hurt. Um, that dude is crazy fast. Um, I remember seeing him, I think it was like Kobe's last year. I went to saw, see them play the Wizards and that dude is faster in person somehow um, than in, uh, than even on TV. Yo, I that, saw the Lakers play the Wizards in DC. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I saw John Wall beat <laughs> beat Kobe, uh, and that's that's funny. Yeah, um, I saw it in LA, but yeah, I mean it was. Uh, I think they beat us here too, so it was, okay. uh, they beat us twice. That's yeah, bad, funny. Yeah, I, I also think it's weird. It's one of the few NBA trades in history where, like, I mean, the pundits, quote unquote, were calling it like a lose lose for the teams, which, like, whatever, but. For the players, it's kind of like they both end up in better situations. Uh, like John Wall gets a fresh start somewhere where he doesn't have the baggage of like his injuries and like his expectations and like him being made out to be a bad guy despite being doing a whole bunch of good in the community. And like Russell Westbrook gets to play with like a two guard and he can be a point guard and like a team that has a bunch of shooting um, where like he doesn't have expectations of doing anything else. Like I, I, I like it for both. I'm excited to watch both of those guys. And um, it also seems like Harden's going to get traded. So that's one less quote unquote championship contender. Not that they were last year, but, you know, let Houston tell it. Um, But before we jump the gun, Raj, where does Harden start the season? Houston. I, I just don't see them moving him right now. I mean, he has, I know he has leverage because of like player empowerment and all that, but the season starts in like 13 days. I mean, I'm just not sure who's going to take him right now. You can't just take James Harden. Like he's not just a guy you fit onto your team. Like he has to be the, the son that like, how's that work? That revolves around however our universe works, but he has to be the one that like you revolve around, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see it. Unless like Philly gives up Ben Simmons. I think that's the only way this works. I just don't see a team trading for him. I think Brooklyn has uh, felt like that ship has passed. So I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure. I think he stays in Houston. Well, he's definitely not going to Brooklyn with your heliocentric attitude, <laughs> Ali. I, I don't know. I, like I, I, I also agree. Like I'm, a, I'm like very certain. Not, not certain, certain, but I'm pretty sure he's going to start with Houston as well. Um, I just don't see him going anywhere. I think, I think, I think his trade value can go up higher and higher if he plays on the court and stuff like that, and like you know plays the same way. Um, but. I, it's confusing to think where he's going to go because if Philly, Philly, I think there's rumors that uh, Daryl Morey said he's not willing to trade Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. And if they're not willing to trade any one of them, 
they're not getting hardened. There's just no shot at it. Um, and then for Brooklyn, I think they probably have the highest chance because even if they don't trade Kyrie or KD, they still have players to trade for him. Um, so I, I would guess that he would end up being traded to Brooklyn, but we'll see. Andrew? I'm going to say Brooklyn. I, I, you, I, I'm just like here before, for the chaos. Before the season starts? I'm just here for the chaos. Okay. I would like to see it. And I want to see... Uh, I want to see Harden slowly realizing that he's actually the problem wherever he goes. That sounds bad. That sounds messed up. I mean, people need to face the music, you know? Like, um, I also think, you know, it's funny because I feel like there will be chaos if, if Harden goes to Brooklyn. But I also feel like, like, this might be an unpopular opinion. But I also feel like Kyrie and KD are here for that. Like, they're, yeah, I they're, agree. They're not. I don't think they're there for like cheap. I mean, I think they want to dominate and they want to win. But I think they're like, let's have this conflict. And if we need to, if we need to take a year to figure out conflict, like you're young, I'm gonna be good. James is gonna be good. Like we're gonna figure it out. Um, but maybe that's just me justifying why I don't find a threat in my head. A, I agree with you, but a part of me is like, does Kyrie truly? Like I feel like Kyrie wants the ball more in his hands. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie wants to be more like he doesn't want to be because realistically in that group, he's third fiddle. And I don't think he want he would want that, but you never know. Exactly. I think he went to play with his friend KD. And I mean, he got Steve Nash as a coach and he said, like, coaching is a group kind of activity. It's not really a <laughs> one man tells us <laughs> what to Steve, do. It's a, colla- it's a collaborative effort. So I, I feel like he went there to play with his friend and just play basketball for fun kind of, I know he's a competitor and all that but I just I just don't think he would welcome a James Harden trade that just doesn't seem like something he signed up for two things one if coaching is a group effort and that team trains for trades for James Harden <laughs> the coaching is gonna be trash and second <laughs> second of all you know it's like Kyrie got got you know joked on for that comment but like I honestly feel like Steve Nash probably feels that way too like Steve Nash is like yo I'm like I'm the same age as some of these players in the league. Like me right. and Jer- me and Jared Dudley could be on the same. Like we were on the same team. I feel like he's all about collaborating and not necessarily putting himself on a pedestal above the players. Um, that's the one thing I think that that will work. Uh, but the- there's a line that you have to differentiate with that though, where like the coach can tell you, like, "Hey, no, you need to do that." You know what I mean? Of course, and I think that yeah. will that will happen. I I don't. Yeah, I mean they're they're professionals. Like they know a hierarchy of a team. Like LeBron's the most powerful player in the world, and like he listens to his coach. You know, you know what I mean. Right, 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 right. Um, except when he bumped into Spo on the sideline. Anyway, yeah. All right, that that's enough. That's enough. Uh, enough. Uh, enough talk about other Western Conference teams, because the Lakers do in fact play a game this Friday, a preseason game. Against the L.A. Clippers. I was going to say Los Angeles Clippers, but that's not their name. They're the L.A. Clippers uh, due to branding purposes. Frank Vogel reported that, uh, well, somebody reported that Frank Vogel said, A.D. and Braun are going to be uh, unlikely to play, meaning we're going to get a lot of uh, new players. A lot of new players. A lot of diverse play styles on the court for the first time. I personally mm-hmm. want to ask, what are you guys looking forward to seeing? And pick one player. That you're looking forward to really, really, really getting a getting a feel for in this preseason matchup. Honestly, I'm just excited to see new tape. 
you know, like new tape of these new players playing for the Lakers and like seeing how they pl- how their play styles work with the Lakers. Because you've obviously seen them play for other teams, but like when you see them play for your team and how they run within the system, it's totally different. And I feel like the person I'm most excited for is just actually, you know, I was the most excited acquisition acquisition for me was Marcus Gasol. But the person I'm most excited to watch on Friday is Dennis Schroeder. Just because we haven't had a port, we haven't had a point guard like him in a long time, so just excited to see his style of play and him just like go out there and score when he wants. I haven't had a point guard that fast since Farmar, so I yeah, mean, yeah, I do. Thank, thank you, thank you so much. I so much you. disrespect. Farmar was so quick, much bro. disrespect. That's so disrespectful. Bro, to we talked about wall speed, but we've never <laughs> seen Farmar speed. Okay, that's your. I don't want to disrespect Nick the Quick on the pod. You're. Um, I apologize. Wait, you said since Farmar, like Nick was before Farmar. I know, I know, but I don't. I, Nick I, was good. Yeah, I don't want to make Farmar a joke. Was great. Oh, yeah. I don't want Nick, to make a joke at the expense of an actual good Laker point guard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, correct. Nick was good, but Farmar was great. Farmar's uh, a champion. Who are you looking forward to? <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was. <laughs> oh man, well, uh, Ali kind of took my <laughs> Ali took my answer. It was gonna be shooter, but um, I guess I want to see Montrez Harrell, like. Uh, I just want to see a guy excited to jump around and dunk and on his former team, he's going to play his former team. I'm sure he's going to want to send a message somehow. Um, I feel like he's the one that's been kind of leaking all those kind of weird things to the athletics. So uh, I want to, I, wanna, I mean, it, it's not that, uh, it's not that hard how to kind of read. Between. Gonna have to, how much is Rick going to have to edit? I was about, you no, want to talk about is, some aggregators. We no, that's aggregators. fine. I don't, yeah. I don't work for, just I don't work for the athletic. Just bleep it. Just bleep, <laughs> I don't work just, for, Oh my god! You'll say you'll say that, but you won't tweet out what I wanted you to tweet out. Hey, hey man, the athletic—they know—they know, they know okay. where to reach you me. Gotta, if they you need. gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop, bro. You've you've got pull here. We're over here, kind of just you know, like my DMs are open. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it feels like uh, uh, Montrez is the one that's been leaking all that. So to uh, whoever is uh, writing those, it feels pieces, like that so. from your sources. Yeah, it just feels. Say like. your DMs are open, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jeez. we're cut that. We gotta cut that. Sorry, this is a democracy. Uh, it's staying. Um uh, I told you that in privacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why that's why it's gone. That's why it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, I went on to see Botris Harrell run run up and dunk on his former team and uh on Paul George and all those people. So Marcus Hall. That's <laughs> That's 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 my answer. I he's probably the one I'm most excited to see, especially in like the uh, in like the half court sets. And because um, man, we got like with the with how efficient Kuz and Caruso are um, as cutters. Like I'm excited to see like the sort of passing magic that um, Mark has. Um, but other than that, uh, Tht getting a lot of minutes. I'm I'm hoping he gets a lot of run. Um, just because like the comments that Vogel had the other day was just saying like, oh yeah, like you know. It, He's a special kid. He's got a lot. He's really talented. And I was just like, more. Yeah. We need to see it. I'm excited to see a starting five. And this probably won't be tomorrow, but or Friday, I mean. But like in the regular season, just a starting five that like has a, a starting five that has a stretch five on it. You know what I mean? Like that's just going to be so nice to watch. Yeah. I, this might not be popular, but like, I'm going to say this in a long-winded way. There was once a Laker, a young Laker, who was the primary scoring option. And Jordan Farmer? Stop it. And then new players came, and he ended up being the second scoring option and the third scoring option. And he is, his, his role just consistently changed, and he had no frequency 
no, sorry, no consistency of role. And he's not on the Lakers anymore. That was Jordan Clarkson. We have another player like that who consistently keeps getting his role changed. And he was once the first scoring option, maybe not first, but like he was the main scoring option. Uh, now we, he knows that there are two players that are better than him that are always going to eat before him and go throughout the pecking order. And I want to see how Kyle Kuzma responds this year. And I think it starts with preseason with AD and Braun not playing. He's going to have a lot of new guys that are going to want to eat. Like Trez is going to want to eat against the Clippers. Mark is going to want to show that like he's a good player after people have been calling him old. And you know, Dennis is Dennis. Like what's understood ain't got to be explained. I want to see Kuz assert himself in this, in this new situation. Um, And I'm going to keep banging the Kuz drum, man, uh, because I think it's important. No one else will bang it. That's why. Like, for real. So we'll, for bang, real. we'll bang it for now. For real. Like, dudes, is he 25? He's got to be. I like think 20, he's 26 or 25 or 26. Yeah. Okay. He's got to be 25. I mean, it's it's him, it's Caruso, and it's and it's THT, man. And, like, yeah, like that is that is that is the support system for AD mm-hmm. for, for the future. And he's, tw- he's 25. Um, he'll turn he'll turn 26 in July. I didn't realize Kuz's birthday was, like, eight days after my um, – well, Eight days and three years. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're I mean, three I mean, years younger. <laughs> sure, it's <laughs> bro. It's I, I face my own mortality. I just I'm excited to see Kyle Kuzma. I want to see it doesn't he and he doesn't have to be going off like scoring wise. I just want to see him fit with the new guys, fit with the old mm-hmm. guys, and be like he's the longest tenured Laker, bro. Like mm-hmm. he's a rock now. So. That's where I'm at. It's incredible that we will have Lakers basketball uh, in so weird in a few days at the end of the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's almost exactly two months from when the Lakers won, which is kind of nuts. Insane. Well, um, I personally, just like I have with the this glass of wine during this podcast, I personally want to make the feeling that I felt when the Lakers won the championship last as long as possible. Uh, so I think we should continue. Like, from now on, whenever I say the Lakers, I will be saying the defending champion, Los Angeles Ooh. Lakers. Because mm-hmm. uh, just because the season turned around real quick and we got games again soon, don't don't let that distract you. The champ is here. Mm-hmm. The champ is here. Don't let him forget. We're not gonna. So... Without any further ado, this has been The Forum. Peace. Peace. Peace.